All right. Welcome, Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Outlet. Uh, this is our Christmas special. Yay! Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Fireworks, explosions, sleigh bells. Ringing. Dancing? Prancing? Frolicking? Prancing? Smoking? Snorting? Whoa! What? What? <laughs> Just because everyone who listens to our podcast is an adult doesn't mean you can say such things. Goodness. What if someone's younger <laughs> siblings listening? I have no regrets. They're like home right now for break. They could have their younger siblings around. Garsh. Garsh. Ernar. Um. But today we have another very, very special guest. Please welcome Johanna. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> I feel so honored. So, Johanna, how has life been? Oh, you know, life has been good. College is still sucky, but, you know, we're getting through it. And it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Do you do you think your finals went well? Um, actually, they went a lot better than I thought. Nice. Passed all my classes. Let's go. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and I, love huh? oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, my lowest score was a seventy-four. So nice. Yeah. We take those. I love how it's like the, like from high school, I don't know about you guys, but like, I was like, oh man, I got a B, this sucks. And like, my expectation was like all A's, but now in college, I'm like, oh yeah, if I pass, like sweet. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. That's exactly what it is, though. It's like, it's terrible. My expectations just went down so much, but. When you're at the gates of heaven, God will not ask you for your GPA. Thank goodness. It doesn't say that in the Bible. That is true. That is true. Just because it doesn't say in the Bible doesn't mean it won't happen, though. That is false. Everything in the Bible must happen. And everything that's not in the Bible will never happen. But you saying that's not in the Bible, though. So how did it happen? Huh? What? So you said if it's not in the Bible, it can't happen. (laughs) So Jeffrey, <laughs> how's, how's life been for you? <laughs> um, you know, lifey. Um, past past both the classes I was taking this semester with a B. Let's um, go. Which I did not deserve in my calculus class. Mm. Um, but my professor curved every single. The only grades in the class were the five tests, and two of them I passed, um, and oh. the other three he curved at least 30 points. 30? <laughs> Is it like 30 out of 100? Yeah. Oh, okay. Holy crap. That's insane. Um, and they're all multiple choice math tests, so like, already not too difficult. I did the calculations after I finished the class. 
and if I had essentially like had the intelligence of a monkey, so just made a twenty-five on all of the tests with the curves, I would have still passed the class <laughs> with like a sixty-seven or something. So it's like literally impossible to fail <laughs> unless you're intensely trying to get every single question wrong. Yes, or you're just very unlucky. Yeah, or that. But even then, like, just just do a tiny bit of studying, and then you can kind of guesstimate. Yeah, I I didn't, like, it got to the point, because I just realized how little I had to try, and I know this is really bad, and I shouldn't have done this, but I didn't even watch, like, the last two weeks of lectures, and just, like, took the test and made a B on it, and then just didn't study for the final and took that and also made a B on it, and I'm like, this is... This is not right, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you're banking on the fact that he would curve the final? Yeah, and he did, but now I have no idea how to do like half of calculus because he just was a really bad teacher. Mm-hmm. And it was an online class. And so all the videos oh. were garbage. And so I didn't even learn anything when I was trying to learn the class. So. Ah. Huh. It'll be fun when I get to Calc 2 and they expect me to know all that already. Yeah, that's going to be a rough time. Mm-hmm. But I guess you don't have to worry about that right now. No, not yet. But, so you're going to Bozeman, right? I am going to Bozeman, yes. How are you feeling? Um, a little stressed out. Like, man, that's going to be really hard and weird, and I'm going to have to, like, change my entire lifestyle, most likely. Mm. But I know that, like, it'll all work out in the end, so, like, I'm not too stressed about it. Do you have any snow clothes? Um, I think I got, like, a couple long sleeve shirts. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I do not have a great collection of attire for snow, um, I have looked around at stores, but I've realized that everywhere around here that sells warm we- or cold weather clothes sells clothes for the cold weather here, so it's really not that good. Mm. So I'll just grab a couple things once I'm out there. Oh god! I like ordering ordering online. Yeah, but when you're like when you're my sizes, it's just like hard to get things online that fit well. That's also terrible, too. You don't know if, like, what you're buying is going to fit you, too. Mm-hmm. Unless you just bought something that's really, really big. That's true. And then you can just be 100% sure it will fit you, just not well. But sadly, as a guy, the baggy clothes work is, is a lot harder to pull off. Well, you can just, like, topple on a bunch of sweatshirts underneath. You have sweatshirts, right? Yeah. Like, one? One? Uh, two. I got two, yeah. Oh, my. So, are you going to find to Bozeman wearing, like, five layers of t-shirts and, like, two sweatshirts? (laughs) Yeah, it'll be fun. (laughs) Um, And then is, like, Caden going to pick you up? Um, so, I don't actually have a flight yet, so I haven't been able to figure that out. Jeffrey. Um, Well, no, no, no. So, like, 
the the issue is that I don't currently have the money for a flight because I haven't received the money that I'm spending on college yet. Like it's still like being transferred to me, and so once I get that money, then I can pay for the flight. But my uncle was supposed to send me the money like a while ago, but he started like questioning all my life decisions and so dragging his feet, which made my life more difficult. Oh. That is rough. It is. I can but, see how you'd be stressed about that. Yeah. I but mean, worst case scenario, I can just like jog out there. Yeah, or just drive out like you drove to Tahoe. Yeah, or... but there's no way my car would make it out there. <laughs> what do you mean? Is it like falling apart? Uh, not not really, but it's it would not take to cold weather very well. Mm. You know what you could do? Okay. You could keep ordering an Uber all the way across the country and just trade out places. So you know what I said I don't have money for a flight? (laughs) 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 Ubering is a little more expensive. You could just threaten them. (laughs) Ooh, you're right. My bad. Or you could order an Uber, okay? And then you're like, hey, I actually don't need this Uber, but would you be willing to trade cars? What? And then um, he would have to say yes, because... Would he, would he have to say yes? Well, I would imagine you drive, like, a very prestigious car. I'm glad one of us, glad one of us thinks that. <laughs> I was gonna say, what college student drives a prestigious car? Uh, Adam. Oh. Well, also, like half the people in Corvallis, they drive like Teslas and Mustangs and all this stuff, and I'm like shown up with my Hyundai that barely starts every morning. You know, that's good though. It's it's humble. Yeah. I feel like everyone like with the Tesla. And like the Bugatti, it's like using daddy's credit card. And like yeah. that's not like the like a bad thing. Cause like obviously I'm not that kid or adult's parent. But like I feel like owning a crappy car has a special something special about it. It's just yeah. nice. I feel like as long as it like it goes and it's safe, that's what's important. Like you shouldn't give them a beater that's just gonna blow up and kill them. That's a bit exciting. <laughs> but like as long as it does the job game and from point A to point B alive, I feel like that's what you should go for for their like first and second car. Oh right. yeah. I feel like it's more my driving that would kill anybody, not my car. <laughs> but yeah, and confirm. I've I've been in the car to experience it near someone else's I, death. Okay, you. I didn't even drive bad that time. Like, no, but that doesn't mean you didn't nearly kill someone. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I almost killed someone too. Well, I almost hit someone. I didn't nearly kill someone. I nearly hit an elderly person. Was he yeah. elderly? Yeah. And I feel like because they were elderly, you hitting them would have led to their death. It would have been a fatal accident for them. 
they wouldn't have died on the spot. Like, they would have been rushed to the hospital and charged their family thousands of dollars and then died. No, but then you get to share Jesus while they're on their deathbed. It's like in the movie God's Not Dead. I feel like after I after we've hit someone is not the best time to have like a good spiritual conversation. That's Wait, not that's not the layup seen, I'm going for. Have you seen God's Not Dead though? Yeah. I yeah, okay. like at the end where the guy gets hit by the car and then they talk about Jesus and then he's exactly. saved. Is it the person that hit him with the car who talks to him about Jesus? Oh. Yeah. (laughs) But might as well combine the two. Uh, I feel like I feel like that just doesn't doesn't really make that much sense. I guess it's just making the most out of a, a bad situation. I feel like making the most out of the situation, though, would just be, like, not hitting people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't like think anyone is trying to hit anyone intentionally. Oh, there are many people who are. Who? The Decepticons? <laughs> Did you say not me? <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate the clarification. <laughs> Even in the Bible, it doesn't say anywhere that you shouldn't hit someone with a car. That's true. Oh, it does my say bad. Love your neighbor, so I don't think you can be loving your neighbor as well if you hit them with a car. What, what if, if you, you give them like a car to share the gospel with them? I feel like then it is loving your neighbor. I feel like I'm on. I feel like I'm in favor of this now. Let's go hit people with our cars, guys. Let's turn off the podcast. <laughs> what if you like give them a fruit basket? And like that's a gesture of love, and then you hit them with a the car. Because I feel like a fruit basket would be better, is more good than the bad that being hit by a car causes. So you're still getting this net, net positive impact, but you still okay. get to hit them with the car. You see and what I'm saying? You can like preemptively put like a get better soon note in the basket. <laughs> And then they pull out, like, <laughs> what's this for? And they just hit him with the car. It's like, what's this for? And just roll him over. <laughs> it's terrible. But, okay. So, Johanna. Yes. You and Adam. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the sitch? the situation um we're dating really yes <laughs> since when um since august august what what's the anniversary 17th okay interesting interesting <laughs> <laughs> About it, he's gonna visit soon. And we like already, huh? Landon, what'd you say? I said, would we be able to like get a a video of him saying "Hey, sugar"? Um, that would be up to him. Uh, I'm asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> um but you know, I could ask. 
I'm pretty sure he's probably going to listen to this episode, so. We should get him on one episode. We should. Because then we can get him to say, hey, sugar. The important things. The important things. (laughs) But, so he's visited once, right? Yep. He visited um, this last week or so. Uh, it was okay. giving. Um, and then he's gonna fly over to. Are you in Oregon? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oregon. Oregon. He's gonna go to your college once he gets his associates. Um, he. I don't think he's gonna go to my college once he gets his associates. He's probably just gonna come over and work. Oh. Yeah. He's gonna work for crew. Um, he was looking at getting involved in crew, but I don't know as far as working for them. I think okay. from what I understand, to work for crew full time you need to have a four year degree, so Oh that that's right. Work out. Yeah. That's right, that's right. And I was gonna say they probably wouldn't let a crew staff date a student. Well, it was allowed in Tahoe. Yeah, and also it was what? allowed with um, this other person that was in my crew. Oh. Wait, what do you mean it was allowed in Tahoe? They told us in Tahoe that the students can date the staff members. Oh, that's weird. Like, oh. The only people that you can't date is people not on the mission. Like, anyone on the mission can date each other. And so then, like, so it was like, well, who are, like, the single staff members? So it was like, well, Jerusha's single. So yeah. <laughs> what was that, Johanna? I I just oh sorry. I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay. Um, I I love how you just you still remember that. I feel like I if mean, anyone if anyone remembers all the rules that they gave us in Tahoe, it would be Jeffrey. Well, I mean, he did say he read over the book like five times. <laughs> Yeah, and we were allowed to get a dog. We totally should have. What? Yeah, there's no rules against having a pet. Right, but then he wants to, like, bring a dog back home to the I college would. campus. We totally could have found someone. Dude, if it was, like, a German short-haired pointer, I would have taken it. A German what? Short-haired pointer. Oh. It's a the hunter. Pony. Oh. Well, we could have just, like, stolen the Pervinces dog and just given it back at the end of the summer. That's true! Yeah, was there any rules that said don't steal other dogs? Uh, there was a rule against taking and uh, messing with other people's belongings without permission, so I think technically, yes. Unless they said mm-hmm. we could, and then it would have been fine. Damn. Yeah. I guess there's yeah. also, like, the biblical law, too. Yeah, you know... It's like, what well, do we put first? Back. Huh? Well, if you give it back, then I mean... Like, it's just borrowing. Yeah. Yeah. Let them know. You just gotta let them know. And Write a true. note, like, the day after you steal it. I mean, yeah. borrow it. Just borrow take it a newspaper, cut out letters from the newspaper, <laughs> glue those to a piece of paper... 
Just like, we have your dog and nothing else. And just leave that. <laughs> that definitely wouldn't give the right message, I don't think. Maybe you don't contact us, we'll contact you at the bottom. <laughs> you have nine weeks. I feel like that'd yeah. be... That would come across pretty good. Yeah, yeah. If... If any of us go back as a uh, student staff or know anyone going, we should we should fill them in with all this great information. That's yeah. true. That'd Give them awesome. Savannah's home address and everything. My home address? No, Savannah's home address. Oh, I thought you said Joanne. <laughs> yeah. But okay, we should probably start the topic. Wouldn't be a bad idea. It's been thirty-four minutes. I don't think it's like that. Um, it's only been twenty-one. Oh, okay. So, Never mind. <clears throat> today's topic, um, is we are talking about uh, Santa Claus, and how he's obviously the Antichrist. Wait, I don't think I read your text message right. If that was, I don't think I did. Either. I mean, you know, there are other ways to frame it, like the symbolism of Christmas and stuff, and if it's good, you know. But essentially, just like, Santa Claus equal Antichrist, period, question mark? Okay, I have your text right here, and it says, instead of the original topic, would you be fine talking about Santa and other Christmas traditions if they take away from the true meaning of Christmas? Yeah, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 Landon? Kepler? Wait. Sorry. I. One second. I lost him. All right. Seems like it's just down to the two of us. All right. Sorry. What were you guys saying? My mom walked in. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so you, you're ready to, to discuss, Landon? Yes, yeah, Santa and how he's the Antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like Santa giving all these material possessions really just takes away from, you know, like us setting our mind on, you know, like the things above. Like in, uh, I think it's like <clears throat> Philippians or Colossians 4 or 3, like set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. And so Santa every year just putting these like stumbling blocks, if you will, like that's just like it's taking away. From Christ. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, I guess I have a question. So like, if you were to have children, like, would you teach them about Santa? I don't think I would. Yeah, he's the Antichrist. Yeah. I don't know, you gotta like, put out candles and like, try to summon Satan or something, like, in your household? Like, come on, what kind of question is that? <laughs> Okay, but like, what if like you you still need knowledge of the things that are bad in order to know what is good and what you should follow? Yeah, I'm gonna teach them like about Santa Claus and how he's the Antichrist, but like we're not gonna put out milk and cookies like try to bring him into our home. But what if you want to capture the Antichrist? Capture Um, the well. I uh, I personally, although I've heard there are crazy people out there who think to the contrary, 
Uh, don't think that Santa Claus is an actual person, but an idea and concept. Um, and so I think it's more like trying to do away with the idea and not associate Christmas with a fat white man and instead with a most likely scrawny short Jewish man. Wait, wait, wait. You think Santa isn't real? I I don't know, actually. Cringe. <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> My mom right. and dad said he was a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like there there are some unanswered questions like where do the milk and cookies go if it's not Santa Claus? Um, but I've heard some conspiracy theories, and I think I tend to agree with these people that believe that's actually often the parents of the children that um eat the milk and cookies or drink the Guinness, depending on which country you uh come from. No, it's a lot a lot of countries like put out like beer and Guinness and stuff for Santa. It's fun. What um, about why don't they give out eggnog? Wait, but um, why do they even leave it out milk or eggnog? Like, that would be disgusting if you left it out. Yeah, like, exactly. That's like for alcohol. Come on, guys. Um, <clears throat> How about, like, 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 a veggie shake or something? Like... Because that wouldn't taste bad after a couple hours. Lynn, have you ever, like... Set out like a shake or a smoothie, like it separates after a while. It's gross. All right, how about a glass of water? But how about like a sprite cranberry? No, they should I, just I think... leave out muscle milk for him. <laughs> muscle milk. They should just put steroids. Help Santa get <laughs> muscle milk with creatine. <laughs> Santa's gonna. Beefed Just up. leave it at the powder on a plate. <laughs> powder <laughs> on a plate. Anyway, um, see, what was the question again? Um, <laughs> so Christmas traditions, and do they take away from the true meaning of Christmas? I mean, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? No. You know Camilo Cabello? I recognize the name. I feel like I'm saying her name wrong. Camila Cabello. She sings Havana. Yeah, how she was... She had a song where she sang about Christmas, but she said, like, Christmas. Oh. Does she have a speech impediment? She's Spanish. Oh. So you say that came out wrong. There, Landon. No, she does not, but she has a Spanish accent, so uh, that could be it. Anyway. Um, but taking away from the true meaning of Christmas. I feel like mm-hmm. we should define the true meaning of Christmas before we jump into things. Um the triumphant birth of Jesus entering him into this world as he starts his great work moving towards our eternal salvation. Actually, okay, so you... Okay. Uh, are there any uh, Seventh-day Adventists in this group? Seventh-day Adventists? Yeah. Are those, are those the people that celebrate, uh, that do their Sabbath on Saturday? 
Yes. Yeah, no, I'm not weird. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, so then I can say this comment. But, um, you know, it's actually kind of interesting because Christmas is on Sunday this year. And it's going to be like Jesus was risen again on that day and he's also born. Dude, you know? What if Jesus came back on Christmas? All right, but he better do it after my presence. That's the true important part of Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, you are very correct. What? Um, but, so, like, celebrating Jesus being born? Yeah. But, like, in the true outlet fan fashion, we have to talk about the semantics. When was Jesus born? Was it actually December 25th? No. So we're just <gasps> estimating? You think it was? Who? You think it was? he was born on December 25th? No, 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 no. I think from what I understand, our best guess is he was born somewhere in uh, spring or summer. Is what I've oh, always heard. It was that. Yeah. Uh, I think he was like from what I've gathered, I think it was like he was born more of like January, February type of thing. But the reason that we have it on December twenty fifth is just like with many Christian holidays. What we did is we just took a pagan holiday and just like threw Christianity onto it and just said, this is ours now. Um, just A, because we were trying to like do away with pagan things and B, that would make an easier transition for the pagan people to like get into the, the Christian mindset of if we just like kind of adapted their stuff into ours. And so that's why we have it on December 25th. Interesting. That's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Like, way to evangelize. It reminds me of Paul's all things to all people, but another issue with it is it does bring up things like all the Christmas traditions are now associated with it, and the birth of Jesus isn't just its own holiday unto itself. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Interesting. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like, people are like, it's the world that's celebrating it and like broken people and like mm-hmm. people are going to skew it no matter what like you could take like the most influential day in like all of christian history which is like jesus being raised from the dead and then ascending into heaven and like mm-hmm. people are still gonna get it wrong if you will like even christians like mm-hmm. who like how did like a bunny and eggs get involved with jesus rising from the dead like mm-hmm. Do we know? I well, I don't know, but at the end of the day, like people are always gonna be pagans, I guess. Yeah, and- but I think, in my opinion, one of the issues is is that because we tried so hard to just like get all the pagans to start celebrating Christmas, it has led to a lot of these issues. Because other holidays like um. 
Kwanzaa and Diwali and Hanukkah, like, people don't touch those because those haven't tried to be pushed on other people. As much as, Chris, as, much as Christians has pushed Chris, Christmas, goodness, on to other people, and that's why there are so many pagan things tied to it, is because we tried to get the pagans to celebrate it. Yeah, that's a good point. But I feel like there's good to come out of pagans celebrating it. In the sense, like, you know, like the term, like, Chrysler, or like for Christians who go to Christmas services and then Easter services? Like, yeah. There's also, like, I know a lot of non Christians or people who aren't really practicing that go to that, and that could be, like, kind of a chance to jumpstart their faith. Mm-hmm. But Are you talking to Johanna? Johanna? What? Any thoughts? Um, you know I I do think that you know the logistics of when Christmas actually is or why it's on that day is not really relevant to the actual meaning of Christmas. Um, except for the fact that like he was born supposedly on that day. However, I think um, theoretically or hypothetically, whichever one, you could celebrate Jesus's birthday on today or in July or whenever and still have the same meaning behind it with um, the same intent. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the pagan stuff, you know, I need to brush up on my history right there, but um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like as Christians like that we could celebrate like Jesus's birth or like it shouldn't be confined to just one day. Yeah. It's the same idea as like communion. Like we don't just celebrate Jesus's death and resurrection on Easter and the Friday before, like right. celebrate it once a month or every week, depending on your church or whenever. But like, same idea, I think, with, um, you know, like Jesus's birth. Yeah. Yeah, like there's no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that might be just like an effect of like the pagan side of it. But, Yeah. So, do you guys think that in Christian households we should do away with Christmas traditions like Santa and the Christmas pickle and stuff? What is the Christmas pickle? Uh, The Christmas pickle is a well-beloved Christmas Eve tradition in many households uh, where the parents take an actual pickle or a pickle ornament and they hide it somewhere inside the tree, like on one of its branches. And then they release the kids, and the first kid to find it gets an extra present. I have never heard of that. What? No, really. Yeah, it's a thing. 
What? Melly. Like, so imagine weird. if that pickle is there for days. Well, I would assume if the kids don't find it, like, you take the pickle out, I would hope. <laughs> what if you can't find it? If you put a pickle in there and you can't find it, you're really good at hiding a pickle. If you, like, forgot to take your meds in the morning and then you just... You just casually forget. Hey, just... If it's if it's a reusable tree, you'll just pack it away and the pickle will be there again next year. Oh gosh. I'd hope not. That's disgusting. Or you just have a bunch of rats in your basement <laughs> eating the pickle. Hey, new friends. That's right. I guess that's their present. They found the pickle, they get to eat the pickle. Exactly. That's the reward. But I definitely don't want rats in my basement. Why not? Can't relate. Can't. Um, <laughs> because they bring so many different diseases. Um, I actually watched a Friends episode last night that okay. was um, about Phoebe, you know, like taking and having a pet rat. And then <laughs> her boyfriend comes and sees that in their cupboard and freaks out. And he's like, Deke. That rat could carry Hannah's disease and all these other things. So, yeah, diseases, man. Diseases. What's wrong with getting a disease, though? Huh? What's wrong with getting a disease, though? Uh, you get sick and, and well, dead. Um, but as, it, as we often say here on the outlet, uh, to, <laughs> to die is game, though. So, like... Okay. Rats are um, good. <laughs> but... You also have to take that verse into context. We don't do that here. I mean, I don't have to. You just want me to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Like, it's been a while since we've taken a verse in context. Look, all I'm saying, like, is in Minecraft, you can, like, get dogs, and then you breed the dogs, and you have this massive dog army. Uh Uh-huh. Why can't we do that with rats? And then you just throw cheese at people you don't like. That's terrible. Oh my gosh. Um, Imagine a person being eaten alive by rats. Well, imagine if they had it coming. How how would you define have it coming? (laughs) Um, Like, deserve it? I feel like if, yeah. Yeah, like, they deserve it, like. Isn't that like all of us, though? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we should all be eaten by rats. Got it. So I'll just train up some rats, and I'll just stop by Moody next semester and just, like, let them let them go to town landing. <laughs> I'm sure there's already a bunch of rats at Chicago, so I'll have my own rat army. Oh, my god! And we can see Is whose rat army is superior. Bro, it sounds like so much fun. Let's do it. Dude, and then whoever whoever's rat army loses deserves to be eaten doubly yeah. because we're dead in the trespasses of our sin, but then we're also dead if our rat army isn't, you know, like, good at their job. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and then the winner will be dubbed the Rat King. The Rat King. The Rat King. Crawl around in a rat costume. Yeah. That is the most disturbing thing I've pictured all week. Oh, thank you. 
<laughs> Welcome to the outlet. <laughs> anyway, right. to the topic, would you guys, uh, do you think you should not, you know, practice Santa Claus or whatever? I personally think you shouldn't. I think there's really, like, no advantages to it. Like, not only because, like, there's no advantages to it because it takes away from Jesus, but also just, like, you're annually practicing just lying to and deceiving your children, which is just a really bad hobby to be in. So, like, Mm. I feel like it's just a net negative. And also, like, then they're thinking, like, Santa for bringing them presents and giving him their gratitude instead of, like, being appreciative to their parents who are, like, getting them presents and stuff. And I just don't... I don't see any advantages to Santa Claus like, in the long or short game. Mm. Yeah, and, like, if you say, like... Or if you say you gave them the presents as the parent, you can then give the glory to God. Because, like, imagine if you're you have like a bunch of kids and like you're struggling financially because you're still young and kids are expensive. And then you say like, Oh yeah, we don't have the money, but God or like Jesus provided for us financially so that you can have gifts this Christmas. Mm-hmm. So not only is it not taking away from God slash Jesus slash the Holy spirit, but it's also giving glory to them and then kind of raising the kids up to realize that, you know, we, all we have is from God. Mm-hmm. I think that's a unique perspective. Um, I think, like, I agree with that. I don't <laughs> think that we should cancel the holiday all the way mm-hmm. or, like, cancel gift giving because I still think that's a very... Um, intimate thing that you can do with your family that shows that you care for them and um, maybe you've been failing to care for them throughout the year and then you want to really prove it this Christmas or whatever Mm -hmm. like um, although it shouldn't be a replacement for every day of the year like I still think it's something that you can use to bring your family closer and realign them with um with their relationship with God and um, realign your family with what they need to focus on as far as their own relationship with God and Mm -hmm. interacting as a family. Yeah. Um, I just want to clarify, this is the the view of the outlet, is that um, getting your kids presents doesn't make you no longer a garbage parent and not getting your kids presents doesn't make you a garbage parent. (laughs) <laughs> what? Um, what do you getting mean? your kids' presence doesn't like make you not a guards parent. Like you can still be a bad parent. Oh, yeah, in yeah. Kids presence, and if for some reason you can't get your kids' presence, that doesn't anyway make you any worse or less of a parent. Because like bad financial situations just happen, and that's just life. Right. And it's like that story of like how the I forgot where it is in the Bible, but like. The tax collectors like tithing, like putting a bunch of money in versus like mm-hmm. the widow putting like one shekel in or whatever it was. Like a half penny or something. Yeah. And so like 
obviously like that's to god and like that's a lot more important but like the same mm-hmm. that same principle can like be translated over to your kids and like yeah you could get your kids like a five dollar lego set and like it really just like depends on like your heart posture i guess going mm-hmm. into that and like yeah you still can be a great parent and like i think ultimately it's like if you're doing it out of love and like you just you know actually take the time to be with your kids and love them well like no gift is better than that yeah also like i was recently made aware of this and i never thought of it before but like there was a thing going around facebook where it's like um when you give your kids gifts like this christmas don't say it's from santa like only say like the one or two dollar gifts are from santa because like um that kid then goes back to school and says oh santa got me an ipad this year and then the kid is like oh santa only got me socks like that sucks yeah (laughs) like that 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 does suck for the kid that got the ipad No better presents than socks. It depends on the iPad, too. (laughs) But anyway, you understand. Like, like, that was really interesting to hear about, I guess. Yeah, it would be even more awkward if your kids were homeschooled. (laughs) (laughs) It's so messed up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? What do you guys think of Christmas music? Oh, man. Oh. I listened to it in Tahoe. What? Yeah. What? Well, I'll do, I'll do her one better. Me and Adam were listening to it on the way out to Tahoe, but that's because we were in Wyoming with no cell reception, and it's all that he had downloaded on his phone. Okay, that's... That's justified. Yeah. But, Johanna. Me and Adam went around the lake listening to Christmas music. What, what time was this? Just out of random curiosity? <laughs> you know, I, I don't really remember anymore. Was it, was it dark out? You know, I I I couldn't tell. I was just like, uh, just too lost in his eyes. <laughs> that that sweet southern drawl. <laughs> I don't know. It really has an effect on on everyone. It does. It does. Gonna miss it. You'll be closer to him though soon. Well, like I'll be far away from him for a while, and then he'll move back closer. Yeah. So, it's like, you'll be kind of near and kind of far, this sweet southern drawl. hmm But, so, the views on Christmas music, what do you guys think? So, I think that Christmas music is, like, the same as, like, any music. Like, it is art, and God gave us art to enjoy, and so there's nothing wrong 
with listening to Christmas music that is not solely about Jesus. Mm. Um, but it is also important, like, to some degree to listen to Christmas music about Jesus, like, help remind you what the season is about. But I think if you want to, like, you know, scream your heart out to Mariah Carey, all the power to you. Dude, that new Ariana Grande song, or I don't know if it's new, but that Christmas one. There's an Ariana Grande Christmas song? There is. It's called Santa Tell Me. Santa Tell Me. (laughs) Wait, isn't that like a couple years old? Yeah. I think probably. I don't know. I don't really know when like Christmas music comes out. Like, it's all just like Christmas. Like, there is no year. There is no year. It's just Christmas. It's timeless. 2014 song. It's 2014. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) What? Yeah. What? Okay, but like, so like just a any couple other years. Song, any other song in 2014, like you can tell it's 2014. But this is what I mean when Christmas music is timeless. Like you can kind of like get the gist of like when a song comes out. Mm-hmm. Like rocking around the Christmas tree, you can tell it's an old song. Yeah. All I went for Christmas is you. You can tell that's like a 2000s era song. I guess this Ariana Grande song is like not new. Apparently. Apparently. But okay, that's um, that's eye opening. Apparently, All I Want for Christmas is You is from the 90s. What? Yeah, 1994. You're kidding! That's see. Yep. That's just like not ethical. <laughs> and I I looked up what are like the most popular songs from 2014, and they are very recognizably old songs where we have "Fancy," "Chandelier," "Rude," and "Bang Bang." Oh, bang, bang, into the room. Yeah. That song is pretty hard, actually. Like, it's a good song. Rude uh, is a bop, though. Huh? Rude? Rude is a bop? Oh, yeah. My mom wouldn't let me listen to that song. Rude or bang, bang? <laughs> um, rude. <laughs> That's pretty rude of her. Because she was just like... He's just—he just needs to respect that girl's father. Um, I feel like that girl's father just needs to respect him. <laughs> I feel like there just needs to be context. Because what if yeah. the guy who's like asking the girl out is like a total jerk and like not not there mentally or emotionally or financially or whatever to like marry someone? Same case could be for the dad. Like, the dad could be just gatekeeping his daughter. Gatekeeping? <laughs> gatekeeping, gaslighting, and girl bossing. 
I figured out what that meant this year. What, girl bossing? No, all of, actually all of those. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. It was <laughs> in, <laughs> it was like in October. I was like, what the heck does that mean? It took them like, you know, a long time, too long to explain it to me. So it wasn't it's- those long before curfew rides with Adam where you figured out what they meant? What? No, Jeff. I would, I would not expect Adam to explain that to someone. What? Adam totally uses girl boss all the time. He does. I think I explained that to him. <laughs> girl boss. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't expect Adam to like be like explaining what gaslighting or gatekeeping means. It, it just, like, doesn't seem like it's in his vocabulary. No. Which is probably a good thing. Probably. Yeah. But, um... I'm meeting with friends at 5.30. I okay. had to leave, like, seven minutes ago. Okay. Um... We, we should wrap this up. But um, I... Yeah, so uh, to, to close out, I think we've decided that Santa Claus is the Antichrist. Amen. Um, and that Christmas should be celebrated without him. But if you are going to put something out for him, make sure it is Guinness and cookies. Mm. Uh, any other closing comments? Also put protein shakes and creatine. Yes. Yeah, yes. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and steroids while you're at it. Obviously. And a KGP. And yeah. a KGP. Uh, <laughs> Johanna, would you like to uh, close us out by singing a beloved Christmas carol? Oh, man. Um, you know, none really come to the top of my head right now. Uh, hit us with In the Way in the Manger, then. I don't know that song. All, right, All, right, I with All I Want for Christmas is You. All I Want for Christmas is You. I'll sing it with you. How does it start? I don't want a lot for Christmas. Christmas. There, there is, is just one thing, thing I, need. I need. And I don't, don't care, care about the presents <laughs> underneath, underneath the Christmas tree. tree. I just I want, want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Come on, Jeffrey. Take my wish. It's beautiful, guys.